1: Right now, get up to 30% off at Bluenile.com. Bluenile.com. You're listening
0: to the Sticks in the Sixth podcast. Here are your co hosts, Andrew Forbes, Peter Barrachini, and Alex Hopkins.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to a Tuesday afternoon episode of Sticks in the Six. The first one in a couple weeks, but uh, you know, the summer summer grind kind of gets in the way. We both got uh, life outside of this beautiful podcast that we do, but we're back with episode 134. Um, obviously, just Peter and myself, Alex, will be joining us next episode as he returns from his Euro trip with, I'm sure, a lot of stories to tell. Uh, as always, this episode is brought to you by the fine folks at Indie Ale House, as well as the hockey podcast network and before we get into our big leaf news of the week it's going to be a shorter episode but peter how you doing this week buddy uh i've been better man i've been
0: better as you can tell i'm all congested up right now um you know the last few weeks have been hit or miss up and down health wise because felt very weak and now all of a sudden i'm dealing with a bad sinus infection right now so uh yeah um You know, it is what it is at this point. I just got to suck it up. Got the drugs and, you know, antibiotics, nasal sprays, you name it. Everything to try and keep me, you know, going, keep me refreshed and keep me breathing because, man, it's been a grind or struggle the last few days. But I've been good. Can't complain. How about you, man?
1: man it's been uh it's been a fun couple weeks I uh, got to my first jays game of the year on saturday with my brother my brother-in-law my nephew and my my dad so that was good nice. um they pulled out a win which was always nice to see but um yeah i mean it's uh it's been a fun couple weeks um my little my little one uh, milestone next week she's going to be one years old one year old already Beautiful. crazy 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 to think what's happened in the last year but uh we're super excited to celebrate the little one. Um, I got a to her. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I got a couple of funny stories here for, from the last week. Um, obviously uh, you noticed it in our little, our little chat here, <laughs> but um, so my son right now, he's in gymnastics. He, uh, he does them every Friday morning, loves it. Uh, it's in like a little mall here in London. And, and um, anyways, we're walking out afterwards. He likes to go to the dollar store after get himself a little animal figurine, whatever. So we're walking out afterwards and walking through the mall. And I see this, we're walking beside like, I don't know, this lady's got to be in her seventies anyways. And she's just staring at us like with this odd <laughs> look on her face. So I think obviously, you know, my kid's a cute kid. She's got to be looking at my kids. So I'm, I'm like, uh, I look over at her. And I'm like, hi there. Like, uh, you know, how's it going? And she's like, she looks at me and she says, you look like Luke. And I said, can you be Luke? more
0: specific?
1: I'm like, I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure I know who Luke is. She's like, Luke Combs. She's like, you, do you know country music? So anyways, first oh. time in a long time, first time in a long time, I've been, <laughs> I've been uh, um, compared to a, a celebrity. Um, I mean, I, I looked it up after I, I, the red beard for sure. But aside very, from that, I, very. No, no shot at Luke Combs, but I, I, he's a little <laughs> bit heavier set than I am. Um, but Hey, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I'll take it as a compliment and run with it and, uh, just do um, it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first time in a while it's it's, it's come that way. But, uh, the other thing I want to, to, so are you a marketplace guy? Are you like a Facebook marketplace guy? You sell some things on, on market. I am not like, I do not trust Facebook at all. Like whether no it's
0: for the social media posts or anything like that, or even some stuff, I am not a big marketplace kind of guy. So so if, if you got a story, I'm, I'm all ears, but yeah, not a big, not a big Facebook guy, regardless.
1: I dive into the marketplace. I like to, I like to sell things on there. I don't normally buy things. Um, I just kind of, you know, whatever we can get rid of out of the house and um, don't always like giving my address out. So I sometimes do the drop off or you don't know, meet somewhere or what have you. Um, anyways, I dropped off a pair of, Kids' shoes. My kid wore them once. They were too too small. We bought a, a size bigger, and you know, selling them for half the price that we bought them for. So, one thing I hate about marketplace is that you always get lowballed, no matter what. Everyone always oh, yeah. comes in, you know, twenty, thirty dollars cheaper, half half the price that you're asking for. They always lowball you. And then, uh, anyways, I uh, I got lowballed on the shoes. So I'm asking thirty for a $40, 42 two dollar pair of shoes. Um. Keep in mind, worn once inside, so not even outside. outside okay? Um. Anyways, I agreed. You know, this guy comes in. He says he want he wants to pay twenty bucks. I said, you know what? I just want to get him out of the house. I'll sum you for twenty. I'll drop him off at your house. Drop him off at of the house. Twenty bucks, no problem, cash. Um. Anyways, I'm on my, my way back home, and I get a message from this guy on on Messenger, and he says, "Hey, can we can we do a return?" They're too small for my son. <laughs> so, I mean, I, 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 no refunds. This was a tough decision for me. Cause yeah. It, like I even text my wife and I called her. I said, look, man, do we do refunds here? <laughs> in this place? Cause I, I, I felt like writing back and saying, do you like, do you have, do you have your receipt or like, I, I don't know. Yeah, just, I, I just, anyways, the I did the retail I, thing. I drove back to the house. I did the, the exchange so if anybody's looking for a size seven in like toddler shoe, um, you know, look at my marketplace because I'm trying <laughs> to get rid of these shoes for twenty bucks. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just I don't know if, if you know if anybody's listening right now and they 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 use marketplace and and let me know what you think about returns on marketplace. Is it is it a thing? Should it be a thing? Like I I I'm conflicted with this. I'm conflicted. You want to be a good person, you want to be a good yeah. seller, but at the same time, you know, it's like no trade backsies or whatever the hell it used to be when we were 10 years old.
0: It's kind of like everything online. And it, like, if you do something like through Amazon or anything like that, third party, if you don't have that, then, or like kind of all sales are final kind of thing. But then again, that, that that's why I don't have marketplace. That's why I don't, do any of that
1: i'll be honest with you there was a there was a piece of me that was like i'm gonna be a dick and just block this guy he has no oh. idea where i live and uh, there'll be no communication past this point yeah um I mean, but, yeah. Only
0: for a 20 dollar pair of shoes and not like a 1500 like you know signature or anything like that
1: yeah no, absolutely um as we mentioned we will have alex back next episode we also have an exciting guest coming up in the first week of September, out of Sweden. Yes. So will give you a little bit of a a teaser there, but look forward to that uh, former Leaf. Uh, so that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a fun episode, I'm sure. The guy seems very eccentric. He seems like he's a guy that loves to talk, and uh, I'm very very excited to get him on. It's been it's been a long time to- long discussion to try and get him on this podcast. So um, we're we're definitely excited about that. Before we dive into the Leaf news, the couple signings that we have this week, um, obviously the, what is it now? The, uh, the P, what is it? The PWHL? WHL, PWHL. Yes. So it's kicking off and uh, looks like it's going to, it's going to get off to a hell of a start here. A um, lot of information coming out now, Toronto, Montreal, Um uh, Minneapolis is is in there. New York City's in there. So Boston's in there. So a lot of a lot of women's hockey uh, news coming out over the next couple of days here as they get ready to start kick off their inaugural season. Uh, there's still a, lo- a little bit of news that's going to surface about how free agency is going to work, how the draft's going to work. But this is exciting. This is something that we've talked about on the podcast. We need to get a legitimate women's league going. We need to we need a league that's going to um, be able to carry itself and um, pay women properly to Mm -hmm. play the game of hockey so um hopefully this this is this is the right door that's opening here hopefully this is the right step in the right direction here and uh this is going to be uh exciting times for women's hockey as the pwhl kicks off this season um with that peter let's jump right into it matthews has re-signed this is Big news, big news, big news. Obviously, they wanted to get the extension done. He wanted to get the extension done prior to the season starting. He's locked up for another four years beyond this year. So we've got Matthews for another five years. He doesn't sign a new contract until he's 30. Um, We're, you know, the Leafs get him right through the prime. Um, And at that, they still get an opportunity to to lock him down at 30 years old when the cap's going to be up. Who knows, maybe we get into the soft cap talk down the road mm-hmm. at some point, but this is good news for the Leafs. It's good news for Matthews. He becomes the highest paid player in the NHL. What are your thoughts on the four-year extension?
0: Yeah, I don't think we're going to even t- be talking about soft cap if Gary Bettman is still in charge, that's for sure. Um, but overall, like you, you can't be disappointed with this deal. Obviously, I think the one criticism I have, I would like the fifth or sixth year, but Technically with the one year remaining on this one, that's still technically five years plus this one at 13.75 mil, 13.25 mil if I'm, if I'm correct, two five. So yeah, for everyone, I mean, there are a lot of rumors about what the price could be. It could be 14 and up possibly, but if you're taking it, at this as kind of like a bit of a hometown discount. Great. Um, will that set the precedent for you know the knee negotiations? We don't know. Mitch Marner down the future. Tavares, will he take a bit of a pay cut as well? But yeah, no, overall, can't be upset with this deal. Um, you lock down your cornerstone franchise piece for another for not for, for an additional four more years. If that cap's gonna go up, it's gonna benefit both him and the team because then they have more wiggle room to try and add in more pieces because of that cap going up. It, the cap or percentage of the cap for the team won't be as much of a hindrance if it does go up into increments as supposed to be expected, but that's to be determined at this point. But for now um, Matthew's at that term um, at that price, it is, you know, expected and everyone is going to complain that all oh, 13.25 is a bit too much for a guy who hasn't even gotten past the second round. And it's like, well, you know what MVP hard trophy, you know, he's been one of the premier goal scorers since 2016-17. This guy, he deserves every ounce or every dollar that's coming his way at this point. And, you know, obviously both sides probably wanted to do that short term, but I like how they're doing it or playing the short term game. Maybe I wasn't a fan of it at first, but they're taking it step by step. And considering that he has had some issues with his wrist in the past. Maybe this is like, you know, we'll take it bit by bit, but we still want you in the fold. So I still think it's a great signing for both sides. It's going to pay off well for both. And, you know, we get to pro- most likely we're going to see goal number 300 early on when the season kicks off.
1: Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. I think, uh, you know, this is the perfect deal for himself. It's the perfect deal for the Leafs. And, and you know, you weren't going to get much better than this. Um even thinking long-term like five, six years, you weren't going to get, you weren't going to get the same type of deal. 13.25. Yes. He's the highest paid player. Now Um, that being said with the cap expected to go up in the next couple of years, um, this 13.25 is going to look more and more like a hometown discount each and every year that goes by. So Mm -hmm. I think that's the way you have to look at it. You have to remember that he still has one year left on the current contract. So it doesn't actually kick in until next season. Um, and, and I mean, those four years, who knows this? I mean, this, this guy's got a chance to be the greatest offensive leaf in, in the franchise history after those four years are done. I mean, I, I wrote a piece, uh, for the hockey writers about the, his 299 career goals so far. Um, and just to quickly give you a little breakdown, he's the hot, the, the, he's got the most goals since 2016, 17, when he came into the league. Um, he's got, uh, I believe he scored against every team. The, the few goals he's got against the team is at the LA Kings at uh, four. Uh, he crushes divisional rivals in, in Ottawa and Montreal, which is exactly what you need in a, in a divisional driven league right now. On top of that, his goal scoring average is higher than Ovechkin's was after seven years in the league as well. And to kind of break that down a little bit more for you had, Austin Matthews had seven full seasons and not had the two shortened seasons due to COVID. He would have had, and and let's say he played theoretically played just as many games as Ovechkin. He would be 55 goals higher than Ovechkin's total after the first seven seasons of his career. Mm -hmm. Consider that when you talk about Ovechkin potentially and likely being the greatest goal scorer of all time. There's a guy in, in, in a Leafs uniform right now that, by the numbers, by the average numbers, had there not been short in season, is an even greater goal scorer than Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. So, I mean, that considered, I had the argument made to me by by somebody the other day that, you know, he's never done anything. He hasn't won a cup. Why should he be the highest paid player in the league? But at the same time, you have to look at the 200-foot game that he's put in. I mean, this is a guy that technically should be up for the Selkie. This is a guy that should be a, a, a perennial Selkie candidate uh, over the next number of seasons, especially now with Bergeron out of the league. Anza Kopitar is going to be done at some point over the next few seasons. I'm sure you're going to be talking about Austin Matthews as one of the top Selkie candidates um, over the next few seasons. So the 200 foot game, the goal scoring ability, the the physicality that he's added to his game over the last couple of years, this guy competes. Is he the guy? This is something we talked about with Sheriff when he was on our, our show. Is he the guy that remains to be seen? I think at this point, if you get through the next five years and the Leafs are still where they're at, they haven't made any progress. Then you're talking about this guy potentially leaving and, uh, you know, not spending his career with the Leafs. But I think at this point, he's shown a commitment and a loyalty to the team, to the franchise. And this is a guy that might want to be there for the long haul. And, you know, that's something that you have to consider when you're, when you're adding up the, uh, the pros and cons of this contract. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and also the fact that full no-movement clause, too. Like, that just shows the dedication right there, how he still wants to be with the team. And I, I think that after the whole playoff round, well, as short as it was, but winning that round, I think it should motivate them even more right now, especially him, Marner, Nylander if he resigns. So I think that, you know... This is a boost of confidence. It shows that they still have confidence in him to carry the offensive load and still be that guy that they can rely on in those key in those key playoff situations. Although there have been times where he's gone hot and cold, like in Florida uh, against Florida. But you know what? It's hard not to look at him, what he can do. And you mentioned the two hundred foot game with and without the puck, and still put up forty goals itself. I mean, I would take that any day of the week, even at that price, because where are you going to find someone that could get close to 50 goals and still be a two-way threat? You hardly ever see that. Either that or it's just like a one-dimensional type player where Ovechkin was kind of like that for most of his year until he started to play more of a team game afterward. Um, but yeah, I really can't say anything bad about this deal, about Matthews himself. But, you know, you even look at the base salary, too. He's making less than $1 in base salary. Everything is in signing bonuses. Uh, I know it counts towards the cap, but you know what? That just shows that, you know what? Everything's going to be all performance-based because this is a performance-based player.
1: Worth noting, too, um, when it comes to his goal scoring, number one, since he came into the league in five-versus-five goals, or sorry, over the last three years, rather, not since he came in the league, but... Over the last three seasons, he's number one in five-on-five five on five goals. Uh, he also has 53 game winners of his 299 for nearly 20% of his goals have come when they need it the most. So a clutch player, a guy that, you know, argue all you want. Leaf haters are going to argue this contract to the end. No um, but $13.25 million, you have to consider that to be a a quote-unquote hometown discount um and you know i i think it's a solid solid contract for both the team and matthews i i think it's a win-win and uh you know if this guy can really live up to what he's shown when he's healthy i think we're talking about uh one of the top players in the game and there's no question that he should be paid as it and even
0: at like underlying numbers too like goals for five on five among excuse me among forwards six or sixty six point nine six goals for third overall in the league behind surprisingly Thomas Tatar and Joel Pavelski. Um scoring chances four. Believe he might be a bit further down. He's 21st but 56.72. I mean this is a guy that generates offense on a consistent basis. And for him to to again, he's worth every penny for a guy that drives the play and takes the amount of shots that he does. So you know, just f- some food for thought, right there.
1: Yeah, and definitely worth betting on himself. And just as he bets on himself, we can bet on his goal to- goal totals over the next five seasons with the Maple Leafs with DraftKings Sportsbook, one of our wonderful sponsors here at the Hockey Podcast Network. College football fans, are you ready for Week One? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just five dollars on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. So with that, I didn't put this on the notes, but I think we have to discuss it. William Nylander mentioned in the Euro tour, the NHL's Euro tour that there's still lots of time for him to sign. And he doesn't understand why this is even a conversation. He wants to be in Toronto. He said it after the season. He said it again on the Euro tour. Peter's this all just talk. Are we looking at a guy who actually wants to be a Maple Leaf?
0: Well, with Matthew signing, obviously the attention is going to focus over to lander right now. But I, the fact that he said this, the you know, or reiterated the same comments twice, or maybe even multiple times right now, this is a guy that he definitely wants to stay. There isn't any question about that. He wouldn't be saying that if he wasn't. And everyone's going to say, "Oh, he has to." At this point, I'm like, I mean, he literally could just ask for a trade and be like, "No, I don't want to be here. I'll waive my no movement clause." He literally could do that. Players have the right to waive it. Teams ask players to try to waive no move clauses every time, but if a player's unhappy, they could do that. But at the same time, he definitely wants to be in the long haul. And yeah, I, I, I there is still plenty of time because he can still sign a deal in the season, next season, could probably wait until everything plays out this season and try and get more from what he wants to make. Because I know that, you know, 10 million dollars and if the cap's going to go up and he's betting on himself for another 80 90 points or 80 to 90 point season you can rest assured he's probably going to ask for a little bit more if the cap is going up and considering the way that matthew signed his contract although he took a bit of a discount i don't think nylander would budge from his asking price of like around possibly or reported 10 million um i'd still go with 99.5 but hey um he's played like he deserves a 10 million at this point um Yeah, in in regards to getting a deal done, yeah, it is. It is still too early, but I think it's better to try and get it done sooner rather than later because then everyone is still going to talk about it. Everyone's still going to contemplate um, why hasn't anything done. Will continue to get done. Is there like you know a a confliction on both sides kind of thing? And we already know that the price is not what the Maple Leafs want, but it's what Nealander wants. That's the only thing that we know at this point. But I like the. Again, different situation, like the contract that he was uh, signing at the end of his ELC. I do think it'll play out, but I think it would be better because you don't want this cloud looming because if Nylander does better than himself this season and he doesn't have the production that he did the last two, then that asking price will probably go down and the Maple Leafs could use that against him. So, yeah, it, it, it's definitely up in the air. Um, but I, I, I still think that... He, if he wants to be here, that's that's fantastic. But if they can't get a deal done, then you know I know I, I know you wrote a piece about a Forbes. I know I'm I, I linked it to something I'm writing about Nylander right now. For a living isn't afraid to move on from Nylander and trade him if he needs to. So, um, yeah, I it's at that point right now where we got to talk about something now that Matthews is done. But uh, I I think that hopefully it does get done. I would like it sooner than later, but if it happens, it happens.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And and call me naive, like you, Alex, and I have talked about, uh, you know, my my hate on Nylander in the early years of of uh, his Leafs tenure. Um, but, I mean, call me crazy, call me naive, call me whatever you want. Uh, I think he truly wants to be a Maple Leaf. And I think, you know, unfortunately, the history of Nylanders in this league isn't on, on the Leafs' side. Uh, they, they tend to have a holdout mentality. Unfortunately, at the same time, I think this guy knows he's coming off one of his obviously his best season, his career year, and he put up 40 tucks. And this is a guy that wants to get paid and make his money when he can. And I think right now is an opportunity for him to do that. Uh, I think at the same time, Brad Trelliving and the Leafs need to look at where they are, where the cap's going to go, and what they have available to them. And that's that's where the conversation's going to start. I don't think it's something they can't get done. I think the trade rumors that are circulating right now are just obscene um uh but at the same time I think they have to explore all all options and you know true living's been in this situation I mean Mm -hmm. coming out of Calgary he had to move Goudreau he had to move to Chucky you know he moved Monaghan he he basically started a refresh in in Calgary um and I'm not saying that that's what he wants to do in Toronto I'm saying he's got to explore his options just in case it comes down to that because at the end of the day you don't want to lose Nylander for nothing um you want to make sure you get him signed or you find a way to, I don't know, do something, do something and and make your team better, whether it be resigning him or, Mm -hmm. or moving him for assets that are going to make the team, you know, better and, and competitive on a, on a annual basis. So I think that's the conversation that needs to be had. Obviously he's reiterated his interest in being a Maple Leaf. I don't doubt that. I think he just wants to make sure that he's paid at, at a particular rate and I do think that this this Matthews contract does set the tone. Um, so, obviously, I think you see him come in around that $10 million mark. I think, uh, you know, the Leafs would obviously like to see it at 9-5, uh, maybe a little bit lower. I think uh, Nylander wants to see it just slightly over 10. So, um, I think they're still, they're still probably ways apart, but I think this is a deal that potentially gets done, um, you know, at some point this season. I, I don't think they let it right too much longer two
0: things that i'm also wondering right now is the like structure of the contract i think maybe you could try and maybe say maybe year one and two and maybe a little bit lower but if that cap goes up and let's say he does sign a six seven eight year deal then that value can increase over time as well I'm wondering if that's going to be the case because we know how they like to structure the cap or the salary cap for the team going forward. I know we saw Brandon Pridham in the fold, which is why he's a cap guru. He wouldn't be, you know, putting these contracts out there or giving them to the players if they weren't feasible in any way, shape or form. And also, like you said, you're not trading Nylander. If it's for current pieces that, you know, you're getting top value back. And especially if you are at the trade deadline, and you don't get that, you're not just going to trade it for the sake of trading him. You want those assets in return that can still make you competitive. I whole I wholeheartedly agree with that because there's nothing you you know, I remember when Bo, Tyler Bozak was a UFA, uh James and Reeves was becoming UFA, and you were exploring those options to try and trade pieces and get something in return right now because they had value at that time. And you knew they weren't gonna resign, so why not trade them? With Nylander, in this case, it's better to keep him as an own rental because even if he has a great season and he signs afterwards, then it's going to look great on him. But if he does still stay as an own rental and then leaves, and that's a big problem. There's going to be criticism all around. So it's like two ways the situation can unfold no matter what. But having Nylander as an own rental, where are you going to find a premier point-producing winger like him out on the trade market? or another team's willing to give up for that so they could sign him to 10 million plus dollar contract. It's going to be tough if you're a team looking to buy him.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and the money's not there for any team right now. I think that's kind of what you're getting at is like, this isn't, this isn't the NHL of old where, where the market is, is wide open and you have teams that have the, the, the contract space. And I mean, you do have some teams that have it, but those are the teams at the lower echelon of the league. And, and, The question now becomes, does Nylander want to go there at his age, 25, 26, to a rebuilding team and potentially go through this whole rebuilding process? My guess is no. The one team that might be able to lure him is Chicago only because of, you know, the whole Bedard phenomena that's going to be entering Chicago over the next few years. But uh, outside of that, I mean – I I don't see him going to Arizona. I don't see him going to San Jose. I don't see him going to these teams that have a little bit of cap space to play with. And to me, that just spells even more so that the Leafs find a way to get this deal done and and, and get Nylander locked up long term.
0: It's a good thing you mentioned Chicago because they do have the talent coming up. And there's going to be a major interesting situation with that. And I, I, I could see it happening, but I don't think it will happen, mainly because of one player coming up, and that's Frank Nazar because he's listed as both a center and a right wing. D-Lander can play both. I think he can, he can play his off wing, but he doesn't seem to thrive in his off wing better than he does on the right-hand side. So if you have Bedard and, let's say, Oliver Moore as your top two center that they just drafted this past draft, Frank Nazar is going to be on your – second line maybe but then again Nelander could be on the first but then if Nazar plays well Nelander's going to get bumped down to where he was before
1: so again interesting scenario worth noting though Michael Nelander also played for the Chicago Blackhawks for four seasons yes. during his career as well so a little bit of tie in there a bit of a when you talk about the windy city but uh yeah let's uh let's throw those rumors out there and see what uh see what sticks um but uh Just another quick word from one of our wonderful sponsors here at the Hockey Podcast Network. You can listen to all of the rumors we're throwing around. Even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about a vacation state of mind, whether I want to listen to, I don't know, this podcast or anything else for that matter on repeat. Luke Combs, Luke Combs Combs, (laughs) for that matter. Um, Or just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit. I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds there's so much going on all summer sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation whether it's your gym playlist a little run a little walk or like i said listening to this podcast as you're out and about let me tell you right now raycons are the best way to listen use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles noise isolation and awareness mode Raycons have a 32 hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in ear fit. They start at half price of other premium audio brands, but just sound, or sorry, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30 day happiness guarantee, so you really, really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. TH or sorry, Sticks in the Six listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order by uh heading over to buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. And Peter, one final note here before we close it out for the week, but the Leafs go out after losing Luke Shen after the unsuredness that comes with um, Jake Muzzin, obviously. Uh, and they they go sign Simone Benoit from uh, previously played with the Anaheim Ducks. He signed signed him to a one-year contract. Man, I don't know if you've watched any of the video, but this kid has a big body. He loves to hit. He loves to get physical. He doesn't mind throwing the fists around. What do you think of this signing? Uh Nothing more than probably a depth edition.
0: Um you know, they still added that, you know, whole um snot piss and vinegar mentality because <laughs> I saw that I saw that hit that was circulating around, I believe it was uh Rank Rat Report, uh, you know, fellow podcast here on THPN as well. But I saw the video of that hit and I'm like, man, he could throw the body. That's what this team needs a little bit more, especially on the back end when you lost Luke Shen. Um, but overall, I don't expect it to be a massive impact player. Uh, offensively, really isn't there. Defensively, he does get hemmed in his own zone. Um, but I, I look at him as a bit more of a physical Justin Hall at that point or Justin Hall or player that can hit. Uh, more than Justin Hall at this point. Um, He could probably get into the lanes, you know, be that depth defender and maybe rotate in and out every now and then, but he could just be a call-up every now and then as well. Um, You know, I I also think that maybe with Geo. Could he be a, not necessarily a possible replacement, but if you start to see some wear and tear and he needs a break, you could easily see him come into the lineup as well. But, you know, I love the nastiness that he brings. Maybe he, then again, last few seasons, Anaheim hasn't been that great of a team within their own end and defensively as well. Maybe a change of scenery works. Maybe he can find his game and maybe he could get a little bit more of an improvement defensively. And maybe so shows some offensive upside. I doubt it. But, you know, it's still a good depth signing no matter what.
1: Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, you know, this is kind of that Jordy Ben, Victor Mete type of signing where, you know, slips in and out of the lineup whenever you need him. He's going to be up in the press box for a fair amount of time. Um, But it's a guy that, like you said, brings some physicality, exactly what the Leafs need um Mm. some piss and vinegar and uh doesn't mind like i said throwing throwing the knuckles around every once in a while and getting getting into the grimy areas reminds me very much of a of a perfect playoff defenseman doesn't uh you know that five six guy that's gonna go Mm. out there and just throw his body around and and piss off the other team and i think kind of that
0: unsung hero kind of thing
1: exactly and I, i i do think although the Leafs played a more physical game this time around in the playoffs, I think, uh, you know, they still missed a little bit and lacked a little bit of that against Florida. And I think that's what hurt them in the long run. They couldn't take away the guys like Bennett, like to chuck and, 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 really get them off their game. And I think Benoit is a guy that can kind of come in there and, and be that guy. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how often he plays if he gets into the lineup. Um, but it, I think it's a great depth signing. I think it's somebody that, you know, they always say you can't have enough defense, especially when Mm -hmm. you're a playoff team. So block some shots, throw some, throw some fists around. And, and I think you're going to see yourself in the lineup a little bit more often than, than not. So, uh, again, I like the signing. I think it's a great, uh, great move by the Leafs to just add a little bit more depth and, and, uh, you know, that's, that's the news this late in the summer as we get (laughs) into the, uh, the preseason month of, of September. um, with that, buddy, uh, just one last word from our sponsor, uh, Indy Alehouse, who has stuck with us throughout the 2022-23 season and our season three of Sticks in the Six. <clears throat> Hockey will soon be back, and with it, so will the Maple Leafs. Getting ready for a night out or watching the game at home with the gang, what better way to do it than with a nice cold one from the folks at Indy Alehouse in Toronto. With two locations in the city at Italy, Toronto at Bay and Bloor, the Biroteca location. They have two big screens, amazing authentic food, Italian food and loads of beer. Also at OG Brew Pub in the junction at Keelan and Dundas with 120 seats, famous bar food and 12 taps. Indie House is an award-winning brewery featuring their flagship Instigator IPA and dozens of rotating monthly special release beers, perfect for takeout, dine-in or bottle shop online orders when planning for game night you can find instigator ipa and marco marco polo pilsner at finer lcbo's across the province as well hashtag live indie is the motto adventurous fun focused beers with a selection for everyone from a healthy dose of in your face hoppy beers the beer geeks to mainstream pilsners and easy drinking options indy Ale House is the go-to for game day uh peter anything you wanted to throw out there before we close it out for the week my friend yeah it's been a rough week but i'm finally getting
0: back into the writing groove right now um working on as we mentioned working on something nylander related um this is also maybe me just losing track of everything but i forgot to mention this off off the top of the show so you you know i Go out to Fan Expo and everything like that. You know, I I I dwell into the you know nerd side of everything, comics, gaming, all that. So last year, you know, I saw Eddie Munson, aka Joe Quinn, or Joe Quinn, aka Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. They had a pop figurine of him with the acts that he played in the show, and it was very limited edition could not find it there they sold it there but obviously they ran out i've checked for a full entire year and when i got there i tried about like 18 different places that sold funko pops and now all of a sudden i am in possession of go, eddie munson funko pop with the guitar um you know what for something as limited as that, I paid a pretty decent price for that. So you know what? I am Extremely happy and especially if you go to a con and you find something and you're ecstatic, you know that feeling when you found something there. So, yeah. Eddie Munson is now part of my collection finally and to have that accent there too is just perfect.
1: There you go. There you go. And and as you know, I'm a big collector. Everybody that watches our show it. on YouTube yep. you can see <laughs> I got boxes and boxes of signed jerseys here that I know my wife would love me to uh, either put up or Get the hell out of the house. <laughs> that said, on my birthday, I won another one, and it was a mystery signed Leafs jersey from this place that I play. Uh, Raz is at on a on a on a consistent basis. I finally got it in the mail, and shout out to Wes at Kaboom Sports, who sent me a authentic Dave Keon signed jersey. Oh, beauty. And you won't you won't believe this thing cost me like forty bucks, and on the oh. market that's probably going way more than forty. So so shout out to West for another beautiful addition to my collection as well. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna you know continue continue collecting because everyone's got their own their own niche and mm-hmm. and man, I'm glad you got uh, you finally located that that Funko Pop. Yeah. Uh, got a good one for sure for <laughs> sure for sure. Um, as mentioned, guys. Anybody who's tuning in, Alex will be back next week. He's going to have a lot of stories. Hopefully, Peter's feeling better at that point. Otherwise, make sure you tune in. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, at Andrew G. Forbes, at P. Barricchini, or at A and Media uh, for all of our latest, all of our chit-chat, all Leaf talk, you know, Luke Combs talk, if that's what – you know, gets you going. Um, Otherwise you make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as we try to hit that century mark prior to the season. And if you subscribe to our YouTube channel and you follow us on Twitter, let us know you will be entered to win a Dober, sorry, Dauber um, hockey, fantasy package to get you ready for the next, uh, for this upcoming fantasy season. I know there's some fantasy listeners out there, so make sure you tune in, make sure you subscribe, make sure you let us know, and we can get you in the list. There's four right now. So we have nine more to give away. There's only four people entered. Make sure you get in that because we want to give all nine away before the season starts. Otherwise, uh, yeah, just make sure you check us out on all of our socials. This episode will be up on all streaming platforms tomorrow. Otherwise, I think that's it for sticks. Oh, SeatGeek! Make sure you head over to SeatGeek if you're a first time user at SeatGeek. You also get twenty percent off, or sorry, twenty dollars off your first purchase when you use sticks in the six. S T I C K S I N T H E six I X twenty dollars off at SeatGeek for tickets, whether it's concerts, whether it's sporting events, whatever you whatever you're into. Make sure you check it out. Um, Until next week. When Alex will return, that's it for us here at Sticks and the Six.